What's going on, everybody? This is Cotus with the Yolk Christian Podcast. And today, I'm not with Jared. I'm not with Luke. I am here with a different guest. You all, if you've listened, if you listen quite a bit, you know I talk about Macy Grace. So, Macy Grace, how are you? Good. You're good? That's it? That's all you want to say? I'm great. I'm She's great. great. She's great. So, today is Valentine's Day, Macy Grace. Did you know that? It is Valentine's Day. Yeah, I got her flowers. It was pretty awesome. So I guess to get in the Valentine mood today, we're going to talk about Christian dating. I know we've talked about it a little bit before, but now we have a lady on the podcast, so we can get like, the lady's perspective of it. Um, so I think that'll help a lot. But let me tell you guys, Macy Grace, she loves God, and it is pretty awesome. So yeah, He's get ready pretty, for pretty cool dude. What? He's a pretty cool dude. Who is? God. Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought you were talking about you. I was like, "What? I'm talking about you." No. He's pretty cool, dude. No. Anyway, yeah, Macy Grace is a pretty cool dude. Um, but (laughs) so Macy Grace, if what's like, if someone asks about Christian dating, what is like the what what is the biggest struggle you think about it? What's the first biggest struggle you think? Honestly, just like whenever you're in a relationship, you're so focused on each other that sometimes Mm -hmm. you lose sight on putting God first in the relationship because that's how it should be like God should be put first in every single relationship if you want it to really work out but I feel like sometimes they get up in liking each other that they lose sight of Mm -hmm. loving God first Mm -hmm. I I love that that is very true because like oh isn't there a verse that talked about I don't know but like think about it like this so how do I want to put it? Um, anyway, I can't remember what I was going to say. I was going to say something. But, yeah, like, if we don't have God first, like, so think of God as, like, a foundation. It talks about this in Matthew a little bit. But this guy, he's built – think about it like this. So this guy in Matthew, I can't remember what it is, but it's, like, past 20. It's, it's the past 20s. But this guy is building a house. And so he, he builds his house on rock. And But when a storm comes, it, the, 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 the storm doesn't knock down the house that's on stone. But the guy who doesn't build the house on stone, when the storm comes, it kind of breaks the house and shakes it away. And we can kind of think of that stone as Jesus. And we can think about the house of like relationships. Like, for example, Mace Grace, if we don't build our relationship on God, it's going to fail. Like, yeah. it's like, I mean, we've talked about this before, but a relationship with God is so different than a worldly relationship. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's completely different and, and it's crazy. Like, I know with me and Curtis's relationship, we've talked about, like, past relationships that we've been in, and we always talk about how this one is just so much more different, and mm-hmm. it's better that way because it's God-filled, and, like, mm-hmm. worldly relationships are just, they start out good, you think, but then they just mm-hmm. turn so bad, and you just really don't know how to get out of it, but with uh-huh. a godly relationship, it's just, it's... It's the best thing ever. Yeah. Going going back to that little thing you just said about the worldly relationships, sin is just like that. Like, at first, the sin seems fun. Like, it's like, ooh, this is kind of new. This is kind of cool. But then the more you get stuck in that sin, the more it's like, wow, this sucks. Like, I really regret this. Like, yeah. I've been in relationships like that where it was completely sin-filled. Like, before I was a Christian, you could say, and I was practically an atheist, It was I was in a relationship, and that, like, it, it will ruin you. Like, worldly relationships, like, some may prosper, but it's nothing like a God-filled relationship. Yeah. 
It's it's awesome because like in a God filled relationship, at least me and Macy Grace, like we're constantly reassuring each other about how good our God is. Like for example, she'll be like, "Did you read your Bible today?" or like stuff like that, and it's just like that. That's exactly what I needed. Like the other, like I think it was today. You sent me a thing. It was like it was an over it was an overthinking verse. Yes. I was like, wow. Thank you, God. That was you, you knew what you were doing, God. But like it's cool how God will use the other partner for the other partner. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Like I literally, cause like Cody said, we you have to reassure each other in a relationship. Also, yeah. I feel like with everybody, but like we both struggle with like overthinking a lot. And I saw that this morning on my little <laughs> some more sprinkle, than others. Yeah, on my little sprinkle with Jesus um, app that I have, and it like gives me like a quote or like encouragement like every single day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I saw that thing about overthinking, and I was like, I need this, and Codis needs this. So let me yeah. send this to him. Um, one sec, I'm looking something up on my thing. Okay. So, Mace Grace, what is the, so what is the, I, I don't know if I, I sort of already asked this, but what's the biggest advice you have for Christian relationships? Well, you know, I already asked that, didn't I? Well, no, you asked what the biggest struggle was. Yeah, what's the biggest advice then? If, like, someone just got in a Christian relationship, what's the best advice you think? Don't rush it. Mm-hmm. Because... It our man cut us his story is a very long story, but, <laughs> but it is, yeah. Before we like actually got in a relationship, there was like this little period when we talked to each other, but and it wasn't God's timing for us. Like God, mm-hmm. we say all the time that that's where God wanted us to meet each other and get to know each other, and then like we didn't talk to each other for a certain months. Because God had to work on us individually and then bring us back together so we would be stronger, stronger spiritually for each other. And, like, if we would have rushed into that relationship a few months ago, then I honestly mm-hmm. don't think it would have worked out because we would have rushed it. And we wouldn't yeah. be, like, as stronger with God, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, as we yeah. are now. And the cool thing is, like, obviously everything happens for a reason. And if me and Mace Grace didn't stop talking for that little period of time, you guys wouldn't be listening to the Old Christian Podcast right now. So, like, that's a big blessing that God allowed right there. But, like, uh, we kind of talked about this a few times. It kind it can kind of go with God's timing and everything. But we uh, like, but when we first met, God was there, but he wasn't right there. But now mm-hmm. that we're, like, now that we waited on God's timing and we're doing all this, you can feel God right with us. And it, it, it's really awesome. Yeah, because it was, like, the first time we would, like, talk about God and everything, but we were still getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, we'd have conversations about God, but we'd mostly have conversations about something else. Mm-hmm. But, like, now we at least talk about God, I'd say, like, three times a day. Oh, yeah, at least. like Probably, like, more than that, actually. Yeah, but. It's, it's always cool. We're always, like, texting each other, like, oh, you talked to God, or it's stuff like that. Yeah. It's That's the stuff that really helps, though. Like, just that, like accountability partner if you want to call it that like have you actually talked to god today like at least say hi you know like and it really truly does help yeah because like codis what he does with me is like (laughs) i always need someone to remind me to get my word and everything because sometimes i just need a little push and someone to be like hey you need to go read your bible and codis does that for me and i love that because i i need that push because if i don't have it i won't get it done and i won't grow spiritually 
and I do the same thing for him. Like, we make this joke all the time, but, like, when we're grouchy, we're like, have you read your Bible today? <laughs> that can sometimes poke the bear or help the bear. Yeah. Mostly helps, but. Yeah, yeah. So, let's see. What's another good question here? I'm trying to think. So, what what are the do's and don'ts? From the, from the female perspective, what is the do's and don'ts in Christian relationships? That's a tough one. Yeah, that is a tough one. Uh, um, you want me to go first for the guys and you can think about it? Sure. So for guys, us guys, always be the same person. You know, like, yeah. well, yeah, always be you. Like, don't don't put on a fake act. Like, if mm. you're how – do, how do I say this? I'll, scratch that. I'm going to start with this. Before you get into a relationship, don't bring in baggage. Like, mm-hmm. don't bring in your, like, I, I, this is easier said than done, but before you get into a relationship, don't bring in your baggage of addiction. Don't say, cause, cause l- listen to this. So just because you're married someday, just because not everyone's promised marriage. I just want to point that out. But when you do get married, a lot of people think, okay, once I get married, that, that lust sin is going to go away. I'm going to have a way out of it. You know, I'm not going to be addicted to pornography because of this, but that's not true. Like, you can still be addicted to that stuff while you're married, while you're in a relationship. But so I guess that's kind of a whole different topic there. But don't bring in past baggage. Don't bring in a bunch of depression because that's going to make your partner sad, you know. Don't don't bring in your, your addiction because who knows where that can lead you. So before you get in a relationship, get right with God. Like, get super mm-hmm. close with God. Because like we said, a relationship is going to be a little tough without God. Like, me and Mace Grace might disagree on something here and there. We might maybe argue a little bit here and there, but we have God, and I guess God is keeping us together, if you will. That was a little mm-hmm. whole little tangent there. I wanted to go 50 different ways, <laughs> but that kind of got the idea. Don't bring in baggage in a relationship. Yeah, like something to add to that is like also if you're not like in the right headspace or where you need to be mm-hmm. spiritually with God, like yeah. I know for me, like I cannot be in a relationship if I'm not where I need to be with God because then I get distracted by – the relationship and I lose focus on God and then it's just my relationship with God starts going downhill and it's just like the worst thing ever because I've been Mm -hmm. in a relationship like that before is where I was not right with God and I just like completely lost sight of him and that relationship but like I made sure before with CODIS that like I was where I needed to be with God and like back to where the first like few months we started talking to each other like I was a Christian but I didn't wear I wasn't where I needed to be with him. And that time period where we didn't talk, I got to go to this great summer camp and it like completely changed my life. Like it, it got my relationship with God so good and I wouldn't be where I am right now if I didn't go to that camp. And then after that camp, a few months later is when me and Codus started talking to each other again. Yeah. And if I would have never went to that camp, I don't think I'd be in a relationship with Codus right now. Because I grew so much, like, spiritually with God. Mm-hmm. And so, kind of going back to the yoke thing, I guess, or the equal, you know, relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2 Corinthians 6.14 says, Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership does has righteousness with lawlessness? Or what fellowship has light with darkness? What accord has, has Christ with Belia? Or what, anyway, it goes on and on. And it, it says... So what does a believer share with an unbeliever? So like if you're not equal with Christ, like think about it like this. It's kind of hard to not undo on video. 
but say it's like a stair step. Say someone's on the top step and someone's on the bottom step. That person on the bottom step, it's easier to bring someone down than it is to bring someone up. So if you start running at the same pace, think about let, no, think about it as running. This is a way better analogy. Think about it as running. If someone's in front of you, it's easier to encourage if you – okay, I don't know how to do it. It's so hard to not do it on video. <laughs> but like if you're not equal, you can't pull each other up. It's easier mm-hmm. to pull someone down than it is, it is to pull someone up. So if anything – Try to start at the exact same pace because if that person that you're dating can't keep up with you spiritually, then I'm sorry, but you need to outrun them and find someone that can keep up with you. Yeah. Like, because if you don't have, like, an encourager along the way, like, if you have someone that's like, oh, you know, I I believe in God and everything, but, you know, and then there's you that's, oh, I love God, I do all this and that, like, that's going to be tough because you don't have someone to constantly encourage you and you don't have someone to keep lifting you up, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I guess that can, yeah, but that's that, that, that's a cool little verse there, that don't be unequally yoked. I like that one. Yeah. Like, me and Cotus constantly encourage each other, and it's it's honestly, like, the best thing because, like, I feel like if we didn't have that encouragement, mm-hmm. we'd be growing spiritually, like, to mm-hmm. where the point we are now with each other. Yeah. And it, it is tough sometimes. Like, I'll, I'll admit, it is tough to read my mm-hmm. Bible sometimes. It's, like, yes, encouraging it, it's as good as you make it. Like, if you're encouraging, but you yourself aren't doing it, then, like, what's the point? Like, it's kind of being a hypocrite. Like, oh, did you read your Bible today? Like, have you talked to God today? But you're sitting there, and you're not reading your Bible. You're not talking to God. You're just yeah. making sure they're doing it. What's the point? That's how you become unequally yoked right there. Like, you're pushing them to do better, but you yourself, you're falling in your faith because you're not actually preaching what you're talking about or doing what you're preaching about, if you will, you know? Yeah. And something else is, like, also, don't be afraid to, like, talk about your Yeah. Like, if you're struggling to, like, get in your word and everything, like, talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. And they can be there to encourage you to do it in, like, mm-hmm. a way that makes you want to do it. Yeah. And, like, they can help you through that rough path and, like, be the one to pick you back up whenever you're falling down. Yeah. So, the guys out there, this is for the guys. So, cover your ears, my script. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, <laughs> guys, it, I struggle with that. Like, I, I struggle with that. I, I Every guy struggles with spreading their emotion. Jared, he, he'll come back on Thursday, and he'll admit it too because every guy struggles with sharing their emotion. So as Christian men, we have to – what's the word? I don't know the word. But we have to at least let our emotions be heard because if, if you start – I guess it's for overthinkers. But if you oh, – man, this can go a lot of different ways here. Just <laughs> – yeah, show your emotion. You have emotion. Don't hide it. Don't conceal it. Because if you bottle that up, it's going to explode, and that's not going to be good. And uh, Sadie Robinson once said, Mace Grace, we watch this oh, podcast. Love her. But yeah, I know you do. But she said, there's no point in pouting. Because pouting is very bad. That is just, that makes a relationship bitter. It can add holes and dividends in the relationship, you know? So instead of pouting and, and thinking, oh, they probably did this. Oh, they probably did this. Because if you start pouting, you start overthinking, then you're going to constantly just make a, oh, they probably did this and this and this. And you start assuming and you start thinking bad things about your partner. So before anything gets bad, talk to your partner, see mm-hmm. their side of the story. You know, don't just start assuming. Yeah. Assuming is probably the worst thing you can do because yeah. as much as you know someone, you never actually know exactly what they're thinking. So mm-hmm. don't go assuming like, oh, they're mad. Yeah. No. They're not mad. Yeah. They just <laughs> like I'll be honest. 
So I, I'll, I'll, I'm a big overthinker. I don't. I probably said that plenty of times on this podcast. But <laughs> Mace Grace, this lady, she likes to fall asleep on accident. Mm, so some nights I'll be like, why should I respond? I'm like, what the heck? Like, oh, she probably doesn't love me anymore. Anyway, no. But like, re- in reality, like I'm thinking, oh, this or that, this or that. But in reality, she's fast asleep. She doesn't mm. even know what just happened. She's probably dreaming about. Whatever you dream about, you know, I, I don't know, Georgia peaches, I don't know. Okay, corn. Okay, listen, see, uh, well, uh, goodbye, guys, we're going to go argue, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But uh, another thing about Christian dating is 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 7. Um, I think this is, like, the pivotal verse for relationships, and it really exemplifies what love is. Um, so, do you want to read it, Mace Grace, or do you want me to read it? Because I know you have it in your room. I have it on the sign. I don't know what translation this is, but it says, Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perceives, love never fails. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. So the translation I have, it's the ESV, and it says at the very end, love endures all things. And let me let me explain what endure means. If you look in the definitionary, it is suffer patiently. Like, relationships, Mace Grace, Mace Grace lives like a thousand miles away from me. She lives in Georgia. I live in Iowa. And so if you think about it, we are enduring. If you want to say suffer, there's different definitions of suffer, but we're technically suffering patiently. Like, we are enduring all of this. And so I guess kind of going back to the thing, but Mace Grace, I think you did this, but say, say you like someone, okay? Say, say, you, say you have a crush on someone, and so you're like, ooh, I wonder if they'd make a good you know, man of God. Instead of saying love, because like, I know you can replace it with God, because God is all of those. God's not, God is patient. God is kind. So anyway, instead of having love, put that person's name. So like, for example, I'd put, Mace Grace is patient. Mace Grace is kind, which is not true, but uh, Mace Grace is not envy or Mace Grace is not boastful, you know, and so on, so so and so, whatever. So that's a really good way to kind of check someone, if you will, you know. I was so hoping you would bring that up because if you weren't, I was willing to. But <laughs> like, I love that so much because someone I cannot remember who, but someone told me that like mm-hmm. a year ago, and they're like this is such a great thing to do. And I think it's so cool. And I was like, Hmm, that is a good thing to do. And like (laughs) ever since then, like if before CODIS, if I ever had like a crush or something, I'd be like, Hmm, let's put their name in here. And it would not match. I'd be like, okay, no, never mind. We're not doing that. Mm -hmm. And then obviously no one is perfect, but CODIS has been such a going to brag on CODIS for a minute. Um, CODIS is just like such a great godly, man and just the best boyfriend ever and honestly like whenever I started catching feelings for him again I was like let <laughs> Round me do two. I was like let me do something really fast and I put his name and all those and I was like it's a pretty good fit and like I just I always loved how Codus would just always have God in a relationship because I know I've talked about this probably a lot in this podcast but that's what this podcast is, though. Yeah. Codis is just, like, I love the way he puts God in a relationship because I've never had that before, and it's you literally blush. the best thing ever. Making me blush over here. Easy. Oh, precious. Oh, yeah, precious. 
Um, let's see. What else can we talk about Christian relationships? Oh, make boundaries. Like, yes. for real. Like, because yes. it, it's so easy, because personal experience here, it's so easy for the world to slip into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this really proves if you do not have God first, it is going to stumble. Mm-hmm. Like, on the first night me and Mace Grace hung out, we set boundaries. We were like, all right, this is the do's and don't, you know? And we're like, cool, we're doing that. And it's great. Like, because uh, I know Romans 7 talks about don't lead your brother to stumble. So, like, say say I was going to hang out with Macy Grace. I'm not going to be, like, shirtless and gray sweatpants and all that stuff. I'm not going to, like, try to lead her to stumble. What? Gray sweatpants. Well, that's, like, what people do. They're yeah. like, anyway. And, like, Macy Grace wouldn't be wearing, like, a crop top and, you know, stuff like that. Like, does that make sense? Like, set those boundaries because, like, you don't want your other person to stumble. Because once sin enters a relationship, it, that, that relationship can very quickly spiral out of control. Mm-hmm. Like, lust is such... I, me and my friends were talking about this the other day, but, like, lust is such a difficult thing to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so many people struggle with it, even if, like, they don't talk about it. Like, there is some type of lust struggle, like, in that mm-hmm. Christ, like Christian relationship. Because... I mean, like Coda said, he struggled with it before, and so, and it's so good to, like, actually set boundaries, because when you set these boundaries, you're less bound to them, and, like, whenever you get to that boundary, I know, like, if me and Codas, I don't think we ever would, but if we get to that boundary, we won't. yeah, I know I could be like, no, like, we can't yeah. do this, and he wouldn't and, get mad at me or anything. Yeah, that's a big thing, like, we have to hold each other accountable. Like, if you're in a relationship and you, like, you keep kind of, you know, crossing the line a little bit, eventually you're going to accidentally fall into the water and you're going to completely cross that line of temptation. So instead of kind of creeping up to the line, why don't you just stop it before you even get to that line? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you have a, a problem with, like, uh, with, you know, in, intense kissing, then don't even kiss. Like, mm-hmm. stop it before you even get there. If you have a problem with, you know, uh, sexual morality – then hang out with your door open. Hang out in a public area. Don't hang out alone. Don't hang out past 12 o'clock, you know? Like, try to set those boundaries that stop you before sin even can enter in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> yeah. Great I don't know rant. what else to say about that. But anyway, that was my rant. you have anything to say, Mace Grace? Um. I don't really know what to talk about. Like, we, we didn't really plan this. I was just like, hey you want to be on the podcast? And she was like, uh, and we kind of talked about it. And then like, we didn't really set like a rule, like what we're going to do. It was just like, we're going to talk about it and see where God leads us. It's a spirit led (laughs) podcast. Yeah. Do you have anything? Um, I don't know. I mean, honestly, just like, I know I already talked about it, but like, seriously, I cannot express it enough. Please do like not rush into a relationship. Mm hmm. Like it's it's very true. It's such an important thing. Mm-hmm. God God will allow it to happen when it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And one thing everybody needs to know, and this is heartbreaking, and I sound like a mean guy, but you are not promised a relationship. Yeah. And that may sound miserable, but God's plan is way better than the plan that you have for yourself. You know, um, uh, Proverbs. Three, five through six says, "Don't rely on your own understanding. Don't rely on the things that you know, but trust in God's, because He will make your path straight." So, 
if you're relying on your own understanding, like, oh, God, why can't I have a relationship? You know, I think it would be good because of this, 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 and that. But God is saying, no, I need you to do this, this, and that, and a relationship will hinder that. Like, Mm -hmm. you're going to do so much more work, and you're going to be so much more happier with God than you would be with the world. And that's straight true. Like, when you come to God, I'm going to be honest, when you come to God, you're going to lose so much. Like, you're going to lose friends. Mm -hmm. You're going to lose family. You're going to lose worldly things. But the stuff you are going to gain, first off, you're gaining eternal life. Second, you're going to gain people may may be like Macy Grace. You're going to find a significant other when you come to God. And so Mm -hmm. just because you're going to lose a lot of worldly things and earthly things doesn't mean that God isn't going to bless you with more. Because, for example, the book of Job, if you ever read the book of Job, I love that book. God allowed Satan to take everything from Job, everything, his family. His children, his, 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 his animals, his properties, all of his money, everything. But the thing is, God blessed Job with double because of his faith. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes back into when those hard times come, know that God is there. You know, Isaiah 43, 2 says, when you go through those deep waters, you will not drown because I will be there. Plenty of times in the Bible that he's going to be there no matter what. Even through all of those fires of oppression, those deep waters, through all of those bad things, God is still going to be there. So do not give up on God because God will never give up on you. And I guess that's not part of a relationship, but you can kind of think about it as a relationship, I guess, like, because we have a relationship with God. And I just, I love that. So if you don't have God, or or if you don't have God, don't get into a relationship, I'd say. Like, if you're struggling Mm -hmm. with God, focus on God. Get close with God. Because if you're not close with God, you might lead your partner to stumble. You might lead your partner to get farther from God. So mm-hmm. make sure you're right with God so you can get your partner right with God and you both can grow and prosper together. Yeah. And like you said, like this is off the top of Christian relationships, but like whenever you do ha- like make that decision to have a relationship with God, like it is going to be very hard at first. Like it, that's mm-hmm. no lie. Like it's going to be difficult because if you lived a worldly life and you go into living mm-hmm. a Christian life, it's a completely different life that you'd be living and Mm -hmm. you're gonna lose friends probably a lot i know like the main thing that i struggled with was i lost so many friends whenever i had given my life to god because i had realized that they are so in the world and i was so caught up with them that we were all doing wrong and like i was not supposed to be living that way but mm-hmm. it's going to be very difficult at first, but don't get discouraged. Like, keep reading your word. Find people that encourage you to read your Bible and everything. Like, mm-hmm. surround yourself with Christian friends and people that encourage yeah. you. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen says, iron sharpens, sharpens iron. iron. And I, mm-hmm. I love that verse. Like, it's really so powerful. Like, because let me explain that verse a little bit. So say you have an axe, okay? And your axe at the wood all day. You're chopping that wood down. That blade is going to get dull. But to get that, I, that axe sharper to go cut more wood, you need more iron. You need a, a grinder. So you grind that iron on the iron grinder and it makes the iron sharper. So iron mm-hmm. sharpens iron. And relationships should be just like that. You should be encouraging. In this world, you're going to get dull. It's going to be tough. There is You are going to be brought down all the time by the enemy. The enemy is going to try to stop you. But if you have a foundational system or an accountability partner or, or someone to just encourage you, it is going to be so much better. Yeah. So I, I think I think that's really important. So step one, get right with God. Step two, make sure your partner's right with God. Step three, encourage each other. Mm-hmm.
well, step boundaries should be step one. But <laughs> yeah, and also like I love something else that me and Codus does is like, or well, Codus does it more than me, but Codus knows a lot more about the Bible in depth mm-hmm. than I do. And mm-hmm. I learned so much from him, just like talking about the Bible together. Like, I mm-hmm. remember one thing we used to talk about was agape love a lot. Yeah. And yeah. I never heard of it before I talked to Codus and he explained it to me. And I was like, that is so cool. I love that. And it was so cool because after he explained it to me, I literally saw it like everywhere, like in my studies and like devotionals that I'd be reading, people preaching to me. I'd be like, wow, that's so cool. And like, just teach each other new things is. Mm-hmm. I think very important. Like if if you're more like how do I explain it? You're more knowledgeable in your Bible than your partner is. Like explain to stuff that they don't understand. Because mm-hmm. I know Codus talks to me about some stuff and I'm like, I have no idea what that means. Explain it to me. <laughs> and he helps me understand it and I love that. I'm not because, always the best at it, but I try. Well, you do a pretty good job. But But I think just, that's 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 really important though. Like sorry to interrupt yeah. you, but that's no, really important. Like, you should have someone that's a little wiser than you because it says that the wise hang out with the wise and they prosper. Mm-hmm. So yeah. get wise with your partner. Like, if you guys don't know a lot about the Bible, learn a lot together. Like, mm-hmm. once you, like, start learning about theology and, like, that deep stuff, it's pretty fun. Like, like the Leviathan and all that, like, and the agape. Like, it, there's, some, there's a lot of cool little stuff in the Bible. So... With your partner, you should look up that cool stuff. Look up that deep stuff and figure it all out. Mm-hmm. But do you have anything else, Macy Grace, that you want to tell everybody? don't really think I can think of anything at the moment. All righty. Well, I guess we'll kind of end it here. But first, if you guys have listened to this podcast and you're like, wow, that's pretty cool, a Christian relationship. It seems like these two are doing pretty awesome, which I think we are. But <laughs> if, if you... Um, have kind of been like, man, maybe I do want to give my life to the Lord because it seems like God has blessed these two immensely, and He has. Like, it's been amazing. It's it's all from God, and God will bless you. I promise you, God will bless you. But if you're thinking like, man, maybe I should give my life to God and everything, I, I'd like you to repeat this prayer after me. So, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. Please forgive me and come into my life. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, well, first off, first off, it's Valentine's Day. And you know what would be a great Valentine's Day gift, Macy Grace? What? A Yolk Christian Podcast t-shirt. So if, oh, you yeah. want, if you want to have the best Christian clothing that's inexpensive, it's comfy, it's cool, and it's stylish, head over to the Yolk Christian Podcast. You can go to our Instagram, our TikTok, all that stuff. And you can click our bio and click clothing. You can find the best clothing ever. And we are looking for ambassadors. So if you want to be an ambassador, you just head on over. <laughs> so, Macy Grace, Cut you us. know how we end the podcasts, right? No, because you don't listen. Because you don't support me. No, I do. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So we always say Godspeed. You know what that means, right? Until yes, then. You say it all the time. It's just my thing now, okay? Yeah, I guess. So, so. I'm going to let you do the honors of saying it. Okay. <laughs> I feel so special. Oh, you should. Okay. Godspeed. <laughs>